Summer, the best time of year, usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there's another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. Here, everyone can have lounge chair access, no reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, we have all the essentials you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May of 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. There's no place to escape to. This is the last podcast. On the left. (laughs) That's when the cannibalism started. Yes, please. Thank you, mister. Yes, please. Thank you, mister. I don't think that's acceptable. What do you mean? That's not a song? No. You are my master. Thank you for owning me. Thank you for purchasing me, Mr. Henry. Yep. All right. That's Marcus. Not bad. Uh, And then we got uh, that guy over there. Um, he will never, never, never. No, 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 no. It's Taylor Swift, everybody. Ugh. Hey, guys. Um, can I tell you why Jake Gyllenhaal doesn't love me anymore? Why, oh! Taylor? What did you do to him? I think. Um, I just think that her vagina makes fart noises. I I'm think sure that it does. There's got to be something horrible. Oh, absolutely. Because no one can continue to date her. No, no, no. She's no. the number one pop star of the decade. She's an idiot. And no know? one can date her. She is not a very smart person when it comes to like social situations. I feel bad for her. That's right. And you're also. <laughs> no, I don't. Henry Zabrowski. <laughs> that is Henry Zabrowski. Hey, what's going on? Uh, so. Henry uh, alerted Marcus and I with another <laughs> shocking email. That's right. Hot off the disgusting presses. Uh, we get an email, and uh, Henry was searching around on 4chan for serial killers. He discovered a I man. I wasn't certain. Well, because the problem. Let's start with. Uh, let's start from the very beginning well, of the Okay, serial the killers are in the news right now. Obviously, there's the Crazy Eight killer happening here in New York City, which I'm sure has been covered on New York City Crime Report. Yeah, uh, so we won't kinda. we won't get it's too much into it. It's a very boring serial killer story. It's extremely boring. I've right. been I've seen the headlines on the post day in day out. Right. I keep picking up the paper, hoping for some sort of salacious detail, just a crumb of something right. that we can use. Nothing. It's no, just it's some dude bad. going around blasting middle aged Middle Eastern men. It's just really strange. And now we've got because all of the uh, the suspects are also horribly named. You got the John Doe duffel bag, John Jane Doe, Doe, Doe bubble bu- coat, yeah. and then Jane. <laughs> Green jacket. So yeah. clever writing. They're supposed to be punny, I thought, over there at the Daily News and the, uh, yeah, and the New York Post. Come up with some snappy names. Come on. It's like Mr. Belvedere and Mr. like right. Ronnie, Ronnie, Run, Run. Like, bacon yeah, like, bags. Yeah. You never know. Maybe there's bacon in his bags. Think of a story. Make up a story. Ab- that's Add all you do is make up stories. It. But anyway, uh, so um, Henry uncovered a real serial killer, and I'm not going to lie to you, it's the most disgusting serial killer we've ever heard about. Uh, his nickname is the Toy Box Killer. 
And uh, his full name is David Parker Ray. Now, you may have heard of this before if you're one of the more depraved members of our listenership. Yep. But that's the thing is, is that I had barely heard of this guy, and I thought, I was like, literally, I was like, I... Th- I did not know I could reach the bottom of my serial killer knowledge. Right. I thought that I was the the guy right. to look to for serial killer information. Yeah. And then this guy just comes shooting out of the stratosphere. This guy is from the minor leagues, shooting his way up to the fucking majors. Immediately, we're talking Dimer Caliber. Top five serial killers. I didn't know about him. And I'm telling which you, which makes me feel like someone was hiding it from me. Well, it, it, it you makes what, me feel fucking paranoid. It Nobody comes, was hiding it. it comes, from who down. was hiding it from me? Well, people were hiding it though, and it comes down to market. Uh, <laughs> this all take place. Everything that we're going to talk about today took place in Truth or Consequences, New Mexico. And that's the thing so, is that you just got to stick with the old Mexico. Well, they the don't even have televisions over so there. So much better, you know. Like old Mexico, you got your tacos, you got your flautas, you got your beheadings, you got, you got your, your uh, now, got cocks and stuff them in the mouth. You're talking about new old Mexico. I'm talking about <laughs> old old Mexico, mm-hmm. where it was just Mayans and tacos and just. Mm. No, I think you're mushing together some history here. I'm just saying. <laughs> I think you're mushing together a couple hundreds of years. I have a specific perspe- perspective uh-huh. about Mexico That's and what right. I see of Mexico because I went to Mexico once. Cozumel, my cruise ship landed there, and then I had lovely quesadillas. Just sitting over there next to the beach. So you have a white Floridian's view of Mexico. Cozumel is beautiful. <laughs> I'm sure it represents Mexico. But well. then we've got this New Mexico. That's right. That's filled with toy box killers. David yeah. Ray Parker. I Re- love New uh, Mexico. So let's just, okay. So let's just uh, clarify why they call him the toy box killer, Marcus. I know you have a lot of information. I have a ton of information. Why don't we get into the? Uh, let's set the mood uh, with what we well, will never, never, no, never. No, no, that's no, not a mood setter. You need oh, to get a new bit. No more pop stars. I'm making a decree right now. No more pop. I hate no more pop music. That's a problem. As soon as you say this, as soon as you put one rule on someone like as me, who is as free as I am, (laughs) someone who is like an eagle on fucking weed, a weed smoking, a weed eagle. Can't you just get back to racism? Ah, I guess I could. Ah, you can always (laughs) dabble in the dark arts. I did, but I started with racism. That's, yeah, yeah, exactly. He already did racism, so now he's just got to go okay, to phase we'll two. Get something new. Get some new shit, man. What do you want from me? I, I want, want something new. I'm not just a. I'm not just an endless supply of bullshit here. Yeah, you are. I, I want to hear about the toy box killer. So what's going on here, Marcus? Uh, well, I'll set the mood. All of this happened in Truth or Consequences, New Mexico, which is in central New Mexico. I choose truth. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Well, <laughs> well, Truth or Consequences, spooky name, right? It is a spooky yes. name. You want to know it? Do you want to know where the name comes from? Yes. Originally named. Hot Springs, the city changed its name to Truth or Consequences, the title of a popular NBC radio program. That's stupid. In 1950, (laughs) Ralph Edwards, the host of the radio quiz show Truth or Consequences, announced that he would air the program from the first town that renamed itself after the show. They thought they, so stupid. It's because people in New Mexico, they thought that was God talking to them. Yeah. They're like, that, that, that rock making noise. Welcome to Parks and Recreation, Indiana. <laughs> Come on down here, Amy Poehler, so you can look at our Dairy Queen. Oh, God. Welcome to Monk, New York. <laughs> Do we have to go after Monk? <laughs> but these murders bitch. where the, the toy box killer David Parker Ray, where these actually happened, were in Elephant Butte, New Mexico. Elephant butt. It's Ele- elephant butt. Or butte. <laughs> <laughs> it's elephant butte. 
Elephant view. Well, Marcus view. really gets upset about this, by the he way. He does not like us misusing the term butt. It's B-U-T-T-E, <laughs> and you're dumb enough to name your town It's like that. malt shop. When you spell it with the two P's and the E, you call it, still call it malt shop. You don't call it malt shoop. <laughs> mm, yes. Well, in Elephant Butte, what it is, is it is, I'm not going to call it Elephant Butte. That's fine. I'm not. You. So, uh, it's Elephant Butte is a, uh, <laughs> just, it's, it's a man, <laughs> it's a man-made reservoir. Uh, and just like any other man-made reservoir, any other body of water in a desert, Drifters start popping up all around it, setting up pop tents, setting up trailers, and setting up tiny little houses just like our man David Parker Ray set up this horrible like flat. I saw a picture of the place. It's this horrible flat-roofed place in the middle of the desert, and next to this flat-roofed horrible, horrible domicile is a trailer. Now, my question is, is this like uh, off-the-grid area like where this you, is there, abs- no one owns these lands? You can just set up shop. It's more like a, a a national park type of situation because again, David Parker again Ray, with these national yeah, parks because David Parker Ray was a mechanic for uh, the, state, the, the parks, government the parks uh, the parks department another so government this, serial killer by him the and way. BTK another yeah. so this man killer. had access to I mean he knew all sorts of he knew lawnmowers and, and hoes <laughs> and rakes that will actually come into play later yeah I know yeah <laughs> but he also had access to miles and miles of abandoned land. And all around uh, this area were abandoned caves, abandoned mines, abandoned Tons. soap factories. I mean, so that's that's one that's one angle on the horror uh, situation. You have yeah. isolation, and you have terrain that you don't know anything Absolutely about. Perfect setup for the uh, serial killer looking for no little funny nosy neighbors. That's you know? right, because that's what Dahmer had a problem with. Was all his neighbors yeah. were all like, "What's this smell? Why are people screaming in Filipino? Why are you walking around <laughs> right. mumbling yourself about making fuck zombies?" I know Dahmer <laughs> needed to get his life together, move out to the suburbs, get a nice house. I, I can't believe smart. he tried to pull all that off in an apartment. I was rewatching the documentary where Dahmer was sitting down with his father, mm. uh, like kind of talking about why he is who he is. And I remember like he was sitting. We were, Evolution like, did it. We talk, by the way, we talked that's about Dahmer's this. big excuse. Like with, last night too, it was like, like uh, after uh, Holden brought it up because Holden is a is a mini Dahmer in training. Right. He was watching a documentary. I rewatched it and him talking about like it's like yeah I didn't really like want to kill him but uh you know and then I tried to put acid in their brains to see if uh you know I could make them zombies you know but that didn't work so (laughs) I just wanted someone I just wanted to watch I just wanted to watch the Packers game and drink a couple of big uh, I didn't necessarily want him to die I just thought that we'd be like friends or you know but you know you just pour a bunch of acid in your brain but you know then I'm just from Wisconsin so I just rolled him up into a bratwurst oh I needed a bratwurst a little brainwurst I used to call it and laugh a little bit to myself Anyway, back to David Parker Ray, well, who is a, really, by the end of this episode, I think uh, you can make a decision for yourself, but he might trump Dahmer. Here's uh, a little bit of background information on David well, Parker no. Ray, speaking of fathers. I can't even, I can't believe you said something like that. I know, Dahmer is our, Dahmer is our champion of all serial killers, as we've talked about before, and I'm telling you, D- DPR's got a good, good second running going right now. Well, David Parker Ray was a severely neglected child. He was shuttled between family members all throughout his childhood. His father, who was a truck driver, a bit of a drifter himself would show up about <laughs> once a month with a huge bag full of S&M porno mags. Cool. And we're not ta- like we're not talking like classy kink.com no. shit here. We're talking like over the road truck driver porno. Yeah. That's yeah. all you have to say. People understand exactly what yeah, that is. Yeah, cuz kink.com is new. K 
kink yeah. chicks just made S and M porn fine. Yeah, yeah, right. like just, just now, it, just very now, controlled. It got fine. Okay, so let's go yeah. into some details. So we have a shitty house next mm-hmm. to a very nice trailer that he yeah. spent over a hundred thousand dollars to make. Yes, we're so, build, we're building towards this. We're gonna yeah. see. We're gonna spell out the tale. We don't want to. We want to spoil this precious gift. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and so this man, he was obsessed with pornography all of his life, specifically different S&M than porno. us. Much different. The, than I hope that so. we're into is very. I guess it's different, right? Yeah. Tell me it's different. I mean, I it hope that the black cheerleader orgy that I watched last night is much better than the S&M porn that this guy was watching. I think so, right? Yeah, they were just trying to win their cheer competition. Everyone's oh, that's just, fine. Yeah. That's fine, right? Yeah. No, you and have to win just... the cheer competition. If it blowing a couple of dudes uh, makes you do Watch it. Watch the stepmom help her, her young stepdaughter make love to her boyfriend properly <laughs> is a thing that's all about building community. I yeah. only watch pornos where at the end uh, the woman learns to read. <laughs> Which I always think is really interesting. It always has to that have a nice a boring, educational. Art. That is very boring. Well, yeah. it gets crazy. You know, <laughs> you're saying but. it's just two people just sitting naked learning to read. Yeah, yeah, and then I don't even have a computer. I just stare at my window at the school. Um, anyway. <laughs> and this, this is about David Parker Ray. I mean, keep in mind, first of all, that all of this- He's was got three names, first David, of all. Yeah, first so. of all, David Parker Ray. So, and remember that when he was caught, he was 59 years old. That's right. He had so been there doing was this a long time. A long in 1999, too. Yeah, this is very recent. Yeah, yeah, and he was married four times before he found the love of his life. He's mm. a lover. Cindy mm-hmm. Hindi. Uh, her name is Cindy Hindi. Yeah. <laughs> Cindy, is Cindy Hindi. short for anything? No, 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 no. Cindy's Cinda just Bubba. Cindy. My name's Cindy Bubba Hindi. Cindy. So, let's just call you Cindy. Yeah. Cindy Hindi. It's like a Dr. Seuss story. Cindy Hindi, how are you? Helping rape a girl. Mm, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, Cindy herself had a horrible childhood. She was molested at 11, and when she went by it's her hap- stepfather. That's what happens you have a Ryman name. <laughs> Ryman names just uh, detract molestation. Mm-hmm. So Cindy uh, was Silly raped. Billy got, fucking, <laughs> oh, got it hardcore. I knew rough. him growing up. Silly yeah. Billy was not, couldn't be left alone by adults. Yeah, my oh. name only kind of rhymes, so I got sideways molested Marcus, all the time. Parkus. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Just a couple of dick slaps. So Cindy Hindi. Is that what a sideways molested means? I was wondering, what is sideways molested It's just when a naked man exactly. runs past you very fast. Mm-hmm. And okay. it just, you just clip. You get clipped on the shoulder with I the think head I was, of his penis. I think I was just sideways molested. <laughs> no one's going to believe my tale. And so she, when she went to her mother uh, saying like, Mommy, Mommy, my stepdad molested me. The mother chose the stepfather and kicked her out. That yeah. happens every now and again. Yeah, that'll happen. And then uh, she uh, was a failed coke dealer. Uh, she was also a God. violent sociopath. Mm-hmm. And she met David Parker Ray while on a work release program for domestic violence at Elephant Butte. Oh, Elephant, Elephant Butte. Yeah. My question is, yes. what did she look like? She had blonde? kind of a mu- she was blonde, uh, long blonde hair, had kind of a mu- okay, all of the women involved in this, they were trashy in a way that only existed in the late 90s. Oh, yes, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. Right. Especially in New Mexico. We'll they call were it the uh, Tanya Harding effect. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yes, absolutely. All it really is. Like, they were back when, like, trashy women could still be skinny without the help of meth. 
Right. Oh, like they yes, were just yes, yes. they were just you right. know had the just use of constant aerobics. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so that's kind of the women that you want in your mind. Most of the women were blonde. A couple of them were dark haired, but Cindy Indy herself was blonde uh, and yeah. somewhat skinny. She had a yeah, but she had like a full face party animal. Definitely a party I got animal. I got both kind of pants. And stretchy pants and sweatpants. And it is interesting that you mentioned party animal because these people uh, David Parker Ray he chose certain people to surround himself with. Specifically, he chose drunks and drug addicts because they were less likely to remember what happened the night before. Oh, of course, the next yeah. day. And, and I'm lot- sure he liked his. Uh, he did his fair share of both. He sauced yeah. it up. Uh, a little oh, bit. yeah, man, Absolutely. they must have had such a good party for so long in his in his terms. Yeah. Well, we'll get in, <laughs> we'll get into terms, what a I'm party is in general, uh, a little bit later. Right? I'm but, saying there's so long he was. They were just hamming it up. Uh, so now let's expand the accomplice list to two more people. Jesse Ray, who was David's daughter from a previous marriage, and her boyfriend, Roy Yancey. Did they all fuck? I don't know if they did. I, that, I would not that be is, surprised. I can neither deny nor confirm that. Uh, Thank you. Thank you, yeah. Bill Clinton. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. <laughs> yeah, and, but you know what? I would say no, because David Parker Ray, reading some of the transcripts and seeing that, I think he had limits. Yeah, I think he I just don't know how you got that much. out of these transcripts. <laughs> I'm not sure what limits. <laughs> exactly. I really do. I, yeah. I think his limits his... were very far, but I think he would have drawn the line in it. But inside. at the same time, he was just trying to help his daughter into into his career. Yeah, he definitely yeah, yeah. raped his daughter. He raped his daughter. Yeah, without right. a doubt. Well, maybe, maybe not. Definitely. Maybe, maybe. Neither confirm nor I mean, deny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. no longer around to ask. That's right. That's yeah. right. No, okay. he's not. I almost feel bad talking bad behind his back. That's the thing. So, his daughter Jesse Ray. And, uh, and his wife, Cindy Hendy. They're so much trash. Yeah, so much trash. Jesse Ray, Cindy, Cindy Hendy, Roy Yancey. <laughs> yeah. You get in here on the double, Roy Yancey. Yeah, and Roy. That's the only way I know how to move. And, and Roy was a bit of a sociopath himself. One year, yeah, in I truth or consequences, they had to cancel Halloween because Roy and a gang of his friends went on a rampage around town, strangling cats and flipping over gravestones. Cool. Uh, so it doesn't like, like they canceled Halloween to me. It sounds like you had a hell of a Halloween that year. So the bar that all of the, that a lot of the victims were brought from, a place called the Blue Waters Saloon, full of drifters. Mm-hmm. Cool. I mean, just filled to the brim with drifters. I've never been to a drifter bar. They're scary. I mean, yeah, you just you're not a drifter. You don't want to go to one. You know what I mean? You don't think me showing up with my Evangelion shirt on and my Batman hat would do well at a drifter bar? Uh, no, I think you. I think you do great. You'd end up chained up in somebody's fucking sweet torture chamber in their toy box. Oh God! I'd make them laugh though. Mm-hmm. You would make them laugh. Make them laugh. But it's like the same way that people laughed when you had your mustache. Like you wouldn't actually say anything, and they would just like laugh yeah. at you. <laughs> God, we had to, yeah, never mind. So let's get to the victims at yeah. five thirteen Bass Road. The domicile of the toy box killer. Now, uh, so we'll just get into the sweet meat of this yeah. of this thing. What makes now th- th- this is the this is the fucking uh, don't fear the reaper of David Parker Ray. This is the fucking <laughs> you know uh, until it sleeps. Yeah, yeah, I don't know why I even thought of that song because it's creepy. Until it sleeps. Well, mostly is that unsettling video, which was only unsettling because you saw Lars Ulrich all painted in gold, and there like, was uh, no reason kissing. for it. There was yeah. no, there was yeah, a Lars. That was a bad. Had a bad era for Metallica. Although that d- video oh, did get me in, that video did get me into Hieronymous Bosch. So there's that much. That's what that, yeah, it yeah. did. That was yeah. really good. Good imagery yeah. in that. Yeah. Um, 
So uh, David Parker Ray, in order to fully extend his fantasies into reality, spent a large sum of money, over $100,000, building a secret torture dungeon in the trailer next to his home. This thing was a a rock-solid... torture house that he had built specifically for no one to escape from and no one did. It's about the size of a double wide. No, yes. it's no, it about half the size of a double it, wide. It is a single wide. It is pretty fucking insane. Inside right. it was equipped with a, a series of uh, torture devices. Like Marcus, not, give like, us some of those devices. Uh, there was one that he made. It was a DIY breast shocker. Do it yourself, breast shocker. Yeah, he yeah. made it. Did himself. he get that on Etsy? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, he made it himself. Because wow. remember, he was a mechanic, so a lot of the torture devices that he had in this room were uh, trained homemade. by the government. By the way, yeah. yes, another great job, government. Yeah, he Thank uh, you. he would he had them all homemade. He had a, a leg stretcher. Uh, he had uh, my favorite part. I saw because uh, the whole thing was extremely well organized, and there was one of those little metal signs hanging up next to all of the tools, and it said, "I'm rather busy. Would you piss off?" Oh yeah, and the, yeah. He had that time there was the other one. Uh, if they're worth taking, they're worth keeping. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. And yeah, so uh, he had some flair up there on the wall. But yeah, it was very TGI Fridays. Mm-hmm. And however, his <laughs> favorite with sunglasses on, going like, "Hey there, baby." Yeah, there was a kitten <laughs> hanging on from like from like, a fucking cliff. And his hang in there, kid. Uh, but his favorite toy out of all of them. The gynecological chair. Now, this gynecological gynecological chair would sit in the middle of the room, and above it was this giant mirror, and in front of it was a video camera, and he would videotape everything that was happening to the girls that were would wake up strapped to this gynecological chair, and it was positioned in a way so that they were looking at the mirror so they could see everything that was happening to them. Right. Um, mm-hmm. and so that's what the room looks like. That's what the room looks so like. And it, it also has wood paneling on the walls. Wood paneling. So, yeah. these, these so it was classy in the 70s. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So these women are kidnapped, uh, they're drugged, they wake up in a random place, they may or not be gagged, and then he would play a uh, transcript. A now, this is, where, this is where horror movies meet reality. This is a totally true scenario. These women would wake up. In the and they would snap awake from being drugged. Right. The idea is that they would snatch them and they would drug them and then they would wake up naked, tied yeah. to these chairs. So you can just imagine that fear, you know. Right. Yes. Usually and then they'd roofie them in the Blue Water Saloon, like, "Honey, you're drunk. You need to get a ride home." Yeah, and, and then, then he would take them back to the, back toy. To the, the <laughs> toy box because um, he called this place his toy box, and the they would wake up to a tape playing. Of uh, David Parker Ray speaking, um, and when I read about this originally, I was like, "Holy fucking shit!" Like that was the first thing I was like, "You mean it's like really? Like this is what happened?" So I did some digging. It's saw. It's yeah, what jigsaw it's saw. Does. It is literally saw. I did, and I did some digging, and I found the actual transcript from the video. But I could not find any audio because they destroyed the tapes. They gave the tapes to one of the victims' families, and this is the other thing too. I don't know if we need to follow up with some more details of the. Fact that he was never even convicted of murder because no one could find any remains. They, they the only reason they, they they got him on like these like yeah. Let's talk, we can talk about his. Yeah, we'll get, well, I've got a lot of, of the sentencing uh, information. I want you to we'll yeah, get, okay, yeah so We'll get once we get to the sentencing. Yeah, you're tied to a chair. You've just been drugged. You're hungover. You're drowsy. You're tied to a chair. You might be gagged. These are steel chains holding you down. You wake up and this is what you hear. I mean, I would express. You know what you should do as well. If you're if you're yeah, alone in your house, not. right? Do this. Take off all your clothes. Right. Do it. Take off your all clothes. right. Well, that's getting creepy. Take off your clothes. 
sit in a chair. Tie yourself to it with some rags. All right? Oh, Jesus. Hopefully you've smoked a bowl. All right? I, imagine. Put yourself there. Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. smells like metal. You are you are strapped to a metal chair. Metal and wood panels and You wake must. up. Your first thing. I imagine it's a little cold in there. Oh, definitely. Yeah. You're entirely naked. You don't know where you are. And you hear this voice. Hello there, bitch. Are you comfortable right now? I doubt it. Wrist and ankles chained. Gagged. Probably blindfolded. You're disoriented and scared, too, I would imagine. Perfectly normal under the circumstances. For a little while, at least, you need to get your shit together and listen to this tape. It is very relevant to your situation. I'm going to tell you in detail why you have been kidnapped, what's going to happen to you, and how long you'll be there. I don't know the details of your capture because this tape is being created July 23, 1993 as a general advisory tape for future female captives. Now, you are obviously here against your will. Totally helpless. Don't know where you're at. Don't know what's going to happen to you. You're very scared or very pissed off. I'm sure that you've already tried to get your wrists and ankles loose and know know that you can't. Now you're just waiting to see what's going to happen next. You probably think you're going to be raped. And you're fucking sure right about that. Our primary interest is in what you got between your legs. You'll be raped thoroughly and repeatedly in every hole you've got. Because basically, you've been snatched and brought here for us to train and use as a goddamn sex slave. Sound kind of far out? Well, I suppose it is to the uninitiated, but we do it all the time. It's going to take a lot of adjustment on your part, and you're not going to like it a fucking bit. But I don't give a big rat's ass about that. It's not like you're going to have any choice about the matter. You've been taken by force, and you're going to be kept and used by force. What all this amounts to is that you're going to be kept naked and chained up like an animal to be used and abused anytime we want to, any way that we want to. And you might as well start getting used to it. Because you're going to be kept here and used until such time as we get tired of fucking around with you. And we will eventually in a month or two, maybe three. It's no big deal. My lady friend and I have been involved keeping sex slaves for years. We both have kinky hang-ups involving rape, dungeon games. We found it's extremely convenient to keep one or two female captives available constantly to uh, satisfy our particular needs. We're very selective when we snatch a girl for, to use for these purposes. It goes without saying that you have a fine body and you're probably young, maybe very young. Because for our purposes, we prefer to snatch girls in their early to mid-teens, sexually developed, but still small-bodied, small body, scared shitless, easy to handle and easy to train. And they usually have tiny little pussies and assholes. They make perfect slaves. Anytime that we go on a hunting trip, if we can't find a little teenager, we really start hitting the gay bars looking for a well-built, big-tittied lesbian. I thoroughly enjoy raping and screwing around with lesbians. And there's not as much danger of them carrying a sexually transmitted disease. And I don't like using condoms. Also, even though they're a little older, unless they've been playing with dildos a lot, they still have tight holes between their legs, like the younger girls. My sister is the best gift giver I've ever met of any person. It's Jackie Zabrowski. She shops all year thinking about her family and friends and puts little things aside for their birthdays and Christmases. I have no idea how she does it. I don't know how she do it, but guess what? She always wins Mother's Day, but not this year. I'm coming back. Ready to win Mother's Day and cement your reputation as the best gift giver in the family? I'm taking the crown.
All right, give the moms in your life an Aura digital picture frame preloaded with decades of family photos. I mean this. We have the Aura frame up in my home. We absolutely love it. I can put photos on it very, very easily through the app. It's fun to do. And the memories keep cycling and I get emotional. And we filled it with pictures of Carmi and Wendy. And that is not sad. That is celebratory. So you should try it. It's honestly a really good product. Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code LEFT at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding work-life balance can be tough, but Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. With the new guided design system, Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website optimized for every device. Get your website discovered fast with integrated, optimized SEO tools. Plus, make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. And that helps you save time. I know I'm sitting on about two literal wheelbarrows filled with horse pics. Now, part of the issue has been is a lot of these pictures are getting stopped at customs because some of them do depict various world leaders in horse-like circumstances that seems to be pinging a lot of these custom agents accounts. Now, so what I've done to do is like, so while I'm trying to work on hand smuggling these horse pics over various country borders, I then also have time because Squarespace is doing all the other ad work for me to go and work on my killdozer at home. So thank you, Squarespace, for allowing me to diversify in the best way possible for this country. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial when you're ready to launch. Go to squarespace.com slash left to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. No matter what kind of work you do, how you communicate is key. All those emails, reports, and presentations are equally important to the collaboration needed to get things done. Grammarly can help. Grammarly is your AI writing partner to help you communicate more effectively and efficiently so you can make a bigger impact at work. And isn't that what matters most? Better writing means a stronger impact. Grammarly works across 500,000 apps and websites. You can't escape it. Like the ever-pervasing octopus of malice that is the NSA. Grammarly is watching your every move, making sure that you're doing it right. Data privacy and security are woven into the foundation of Grammarly, into the very essence of its nature. Grammarly is a secure AI writing partner, and it helps your team make their point and move faster, because that's the key there. Work smarter, not harder. That's Grammarly. You know how many times it saves me from writing a long, rambling, one-sentence email at 4 o'clock in the morning to my beloved employees makes me sound like someone who doesn't just have a BA in theater. All right, I was taught how to be a tree. I was not taught how to survive as an adult. All right, my job was to cry in front of a weird Southern man who just told me all sorts of weird stuff about my body. I didn't learn how to write. So thank you, Grammarly, because you're making me the boss I gotta be to motivate my team to get out there 
And oh man, you don't want to mess with them. Thanks, Grammarly. Make a bigger impact at work with Grammarly. Sign up and download for free. Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y dot com slash podcast. Easier said, done. All right. Well, that's a great little sample there. <laughs> nice, diverse. He's not homophobic. Very yeah, good to yeah. hear. And there'll be more coming up later. Absolutely. Um, all right. So that's what you wake up to, and that's what you hear. Uh, so let's get into what did his accomplice do? Let's talk about Cindy Hindi. What was her role exactly? Or do we want to start going into some, some more of the sex party type things? Well, let's uh, let's actually, now that we've got that mood set, let's go to one of the victims, right. Kelly Garrett. Kelly Garrett was a woman who was uh, taken, and this works into your question, she was taken from the Blue Water Saloon okay. by Jesse Ray, who was one of her friends. This is really just House of a Thousand Corpses. Yes. Yeah, I wonder, I'm, Rob Zombie must An have heard this story. incredibly organized. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, oh, so. yeah, absolutely. So Kelly Garrett gets into a fight with her husband. She goes to the Blue Water Saloon to try to drink away her troubles. Jesse Ray roofies her drink, say like, "Honey, why don't I need to take you home?" I mean, did she win or lose the fight with her husband? Well, like, if you find out, here's what happened: is that uh, she uh, goes off with uh, Jesse Ray, and then she blacks out. She only starts getting, and from then on, she only has flashes of what happened, but doesn't really know. Three days later, she comes to. Like just out in the middle of the no of nowhere, have no idea what happened to her. She goes back to her husband, tells her husband what happened. He doesn't believe her, kicks her out, and never forgives her. And the oh, woman, yeah. yeah, and the woman like moves away from truth or consequences. She doesn't know what happens to her until years later. Mm-hmm. But we'll get to that. But that's also very but We'll get we'll get to we'll get to how she found out found out later. The next one, and by the way, the only ones that we're going through right now are the ones that they were prosecuted for. Because there were a lot of them. There were a and lot of them. And there was no evidence. They no one no one ever found any bodies of the ones that they had murdered. Yeah, there was, they a, had there was this, evidence, but there was no like they, and they, there they used was no MKUltra. Uh, we're gonna get to the two. They use MK Ultra techniques in order to wipe their brains. Right. Like they yeah. wipe these people's memories. Yeah. Which is yeah. pretty much just rape and drugs. Yes. So yeah, that's yeah. what it is. Yeah, and they would drop these bodies off hundreds and hundreds of miles away. They really took their time to scatter the bodies. So because that's why they had nothing but time. Exactly. They yeah. had nothing but time and space. No one was coming after them in any way, shape, or form. They were working in total isolation. And then we brought this up earlier. There was a discussion on the Facebook page. We were talking about, like, and it's true, there are over 50 active serial killers at any time. Something like this is probably happening right now. Yeah. Yep. And it, you know, and they're probably listening to this. And podcast. that's why we talk about these things. <laughs> stay, stay prepared, people. Stay yeah. vigilant. Be strong. So we got yeah. victim, victim number two here. Victim number two, Angie Montano. Angie Montano was a single mer- mother who had moved from Albuquerque out to Truth or Consequences to try to get a fresh start after a bad marriage. She was friends with uh, Cindy Hendy. Cindy yeah. Hendy brought her over to the house, drugged her, bashed her over the head. Put her into the toy box. They tortured her there for five days. She remembers everything. Like, oh, yeah. She, yeah, she doesn't, uh, like, she actually, and she pleads with them to release her. She's like, listen, I've got a son. Let me go back to my son. And David Parker Ray said, you know, if I'd known you so nice, I wouldn't have kidnapped you. 
Jesus like, Christ. Like that's, he, insane. that's like the scariest thing. That's yeah. like the worst. It's almost just like, damn it, y'all. Why you got to be, why you got to no, stop? You got to stop smiling. No, no, right? time, no, Come on. I, I was just going to rape you and torture you, and then you gone and yeah. warmed my heart. Why you got to do that? Why you got to <laughs> make my heart grow three that's sizes crazy. that day? That's crazy. All right? Yeah. This ain't the goddamn Grinch is still Christmas. I'm trying to rape you, bitch. Yeah. And I think this. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> you going to get out You got out Yeah. Well, I think this is the first time. bring all them presents back to Whoville on your way out. I think this is the first time that they had ever kidnapped and abducted somebody uh, that they knew. Right. Like it was a fr- it was a friend of his wife's. So they took Which her- is why obviously drifters tend to be the targets because if you don't know these people, you don't know their backstories, mm-hmm. it's much much easier to torture and rape them. Exactly. So they took this woman and they uh, drove her up I-25 a couple hours. They dropped her off. She gets picked up by a cop. Right. Tells the cop a story. And the cop's like, oh, shit, we have to go report this. She's like, no, 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 I don't want to go to the police. I don't want to go to the police. For some reason, she had a huge irrational fear of cops. So she she was probably, I mean, if she's friends with Cindy Hindi, I'm sure she had meth, you know, in her system. She had to have had some sort of, like, past with police officers. So the cop... Uh, what, but once she says, like, no, I don't want to go to the cops, the, the guy's kind of like, ah, well, if she doesn't want to go, there's not really much I can do. And plus, since she doesn't want to go, she kind of seems a little crazy anyway. So he just drops her off next, to, like, near her house. Doesn't even drop her off at her house, just close to her house. 48 hours later, that woman's right the fuck out of Truth or Consequences, goes back to Albuquerque. Absolutely. I oh, think yeah. that would sour Truth or Consequences so for how me a little was, bit. <laughs> so how was it a Truth or Consequences? Hey, oh, this is great dip. This is a great dip. Oh, it, well, yeah, yeah, she was weird. She talked a lot about the dip. She didn't answer any questions. Any questions? I think she was crying. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, whatever. And then for uh, the third victim, Marie Parker. This is the one that uh, Roy Yancey comes in on. Mm. She's uh, another drifter. She was living in a pup tent uh, by on Elephant Butte. So it was almost like. Elephant beard. <laughs> I, I mean, like it's almost like you know she got like a little house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's almost nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's almost nice. I mean, it's a tent. Yeah, but yeah. And so Roy Yancey kidnapped her, uh, took her uh, to Ray's house, and they tortured her for a few days, and then Yancey killed her and helped uh, David Parker Ray dispose of the body. Uh, and they, they say you never, they never found the body mm-hmm. when they were all caught. The, he told the police where the body was. David Parker Ray had gone out and moved it afterwards. Yeah, David Parker Ray is a smart motherfucker yeah. and an evil son of a bitch. Yeah. Now let's go back. You want to go back a little bit more to the tape? Let's go Here's a little bit more, more to the tape. So yeah. this is um this is now a section that describes even more fully what they're going to do and him describing how uh how that he gets away with his crimes. Right. And you can get the full transcript online. Of course, it's ba- it's very we'll repetitive. It so it's ba- this is a good sample of yeah. Pretty much, we'll get all of the gist of it. It is eleven pages long. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it is a long bit. He liked to hear himself talk. He loved yeah. it. It was his yeah. favorite favorite radio. Um, <clears throat> again, sit down in a chair. You're transported back to David Parker Ray's toy box. Your pussy and asshole is going to get a real workout, especially your asshole, because I'm into animal sex. Also, both of those holes are going to be subjected to a lot of use with some rather large dildos, among other things. And it goes without saying that there's going to be a lot of oral sex. On numerous occasions, you're going to be forced to suck cock and eat pussy until your jaws ache and your tongue is sore. You may not like it, but you're fucking sure going to do it. And that's the easy part. Our fetishes and hang-ups include stringent bondage, dungeon games, a little sadism. Nothing serious, but uncomfortable and sometimes painful. Just a few little hang-ups we like to use when we're getting off on a bitch. (laughs) 
If you're a young teeny bopper and ignorant about fetishes and deviations, you're about to get an enlightening crash course in sex. Who knows, you may like some of it. It happens occasionally. If we want to take the time and the trouble, even under these conditions, most bitches can be brought to orgasm. Now, I've already been told you that you're not gonna, you're gonna be here a month or two, or maybe three, if you keep us turned on. If it's up to my lady, we'll keep you indefinitely. But personally, I like variety. A fresh pussy now and then to play with. We take four or five different girls each year, depending on our urges and sometimes accidental encounters. Basically, I guess we're like predators. Occasionally, some sweet little thing will be broke down on the side of the road, walking, bicycling, jogging. Anytime an opportunity like that presents itself and it's not too risky, we'll grab her. Now, I'm sure that you're a great little piece of ass and you're going to be a lot of fun to play with, but I will get tired of you eventually. Now, if I killed every bitch that we kidnapped, there'd be bodies strung all over the country. Besides, I don't like killing a girl unless it's absolutely necessary. So I've devised a safe, alternative method of disposal. I had plenty of bitches to practice on over the years, so I've pretty well got it down pat. And I enjoy doing it. I get off on mind games. After we get completely through with you, you're going to be drugged up real heavy with a combination of sodium pentothal and phenobarbital. They're both hypnotic drugs that will make you extremely susceptible to hypnosis, autohypnosis, and hypnotic suggestion. You're going to be kept drugged a couple days while I play with your mind. By the time I get through brainwashing you, you're not going to remember a fucking thing about this little adventure. You won't remember this place, us, or what has happened to you. There won't be any DNA evidence, evidence because you'll be bathed and both holes between your legs will be thoroughly flushed out. You'll be dressed, sedated, and turned loose on some country road, bruised, <laughs> sore all over. But nothing won't heal up in a week or two. The thought of being brainwashed may not be appealing to you, but we've been doing it a long time and it works. And it's the lesser of two evils. I'm sure you'd prefer that in lieu of being strangled or having your fucking throat cut. All right. Well, there's that one. Well, it's almost reassuring to some degree hearing that you're not going to be murdered necessarily. I suppose you, so. Like, if you're a young actress, you could consider, like, you're playing a role. That's right. A very serious, <laughs> serious role. Well, That's, to get a little bit into the inside of this guy, like, the, the mindset of this guy, he was a, a sexual sadist. Classic sexual sadist. Oh, yeah. And that he can only get off. Yeah, and like a off, Jackie Gleason kind of sexual mm, sadist. Yes. <laughs> but he can only get off when another person is in physical or mental right. anguish and the more physical and mental anguish they're in the more he gets off uh, and I was watching I, I watched a great uh, show on this guy and there was an FBI profiler that uh, described what a sexual sadist is uh, she said like in the morning you get up you blow your nose you throw your tissue uh, you throw a tissue in the trash can if you leave the house and go to work the rest of the day do you worry about that tissue is that tissue like on your mind what happened to it how it's doing not at all. I don't like, care, that's man. how that's how these people see their victims. Just absolutely nothing. Oh yeah, right. yeah, yeah. They don't yeah, give a right. shit. Yeah, yeah absolutely um, not. And of course, I'm sure you guys picked up on the exact MK Ultra was in full effect here, with especially with yeah. that part. Yeah, and he's working for the government. I wonder. Hmm, I wonder if what branch of the government he was a fucking landscaper for. Mm, was it for it. the black ops? Because <laughs> they have gardeners. They have very short he's grass. A, he's a Ravencroft had a, had a fucking <laughs> like handyman. You know what I mean? Like they had a janitor oh, yeah. that yeah. was there every day. They had a guy who brought the coffee. Who like delivered the the paper cups mm-hmm. and the paper every day like to MK Ultra because they fucking burned through a shit ton of copy paper. Oh yeah. And how much toner? How much toner we burned through? <laughs> you gotta have a direct supply line, and these people every day delivery men to the damned. Mm-hmm. These people are just as culpable. If we could find these UPS people who've been delivering to these companies, 
We'll get to the heart of the matter. We should dress up as UPS people. I like it. Get ah. into MK Ultra. <laughs> we'll figure. But no, you bring up a good point. the The world too is old larger. For capers. <laughs> <laughs> the world is larger than just uh, David Parker Ray. I mean, they used to throw sex parties at his home as well. So really, I mean, how many people overall do you think knew about what was going on here in the toy box? A groovy 13. Yeah, a hot 13, <laughs> sweet 16, something like that. I mean, more than just the four people that we've spoken about already had to know because they would throw large sex parties. And uh, Henry is going to uh, read a uh, read part of the tape about what those were like uh, very, very soon. Wait, do you want me to jump right into it now? Could the we most do that disgusting go, part of the tape do you and want to go into the consequences? Can I read something uh, of like a fi- like the most fearful part of the tape that I think of? Oh yeah, yes, 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 yeah, yes. Yeah, no, no. I think like this part of the tape, like before it gets to the really disgusting stuff. This is when he gets into the really psychological stuff, which is the, the stuff that I like the most. Like the what I like. To Did call, you get hard at all? When no, you, not okay. at all. all right. This is what <laughs> I said. Smiled. No, he did. He did. No. This is what I like to call the uh, no hope passage. I realize that being abducted and being forced into sexual slavery is a hard pill to swallow. Some girls really have a lot of trouble with it, and I'm sure that you will to a certain extent. But face it, you can't get away. You can't say no. You're going to be naked all the time. You won't be able to struggle or resist. You're going to have to lay there and take it, good or bad, no matter what's being done to you. A scary thought? Yes, but there are no options. Nothing that you can say or do will change the fact that it's going to happen. Many girls beg and plead. Almost all of them cry a lot, especially during the first three or four days. And some of them scream and threaten. But I have a poster on the wall in the playroom that says it all. If they're worth taking, they're worth keeping. And I'm going to tell you, just so you know, since you are being kept here against your will, you will never trust anything you say, do, or promise. You are a potential threat to us, and you will always be treated as such. On numerous occasions, bitches have told me that they'd do anything I wanted them to do if i just take the chains off. I've been offered ransom money, and I've even had girls tell me they liked it. But I like to use the chains. Money's not that important, and masochists are rare as hell. <laughs> I wonder what your scam's going to be. Not anything that I haven't heard before, I bet, if you get a chance to talk at all. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It says here I have to talk about something I need to get off my chest, and I guess I can share it here. I, I eat mayonnaise for fun. It's a hobby of mine, and it's an addiction. And it's a daily weight on my life. How much I need whipped egg whites and oil crammed into my veins. As soon as I wake up, and a lot of people carry around a lot of different stressors, big and small. Some people are presidents. Some people are soldiers. Some people have to eat mayonnaise, especially with hard-boiled eggs, which is what I eat for lunch. But I guess I should share that in therapy. Because therapy is a safe place to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. And what I do is I just add eggs if I have mayonnaise left over. I just continue to add the eggs but if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. I hope they can help me. My God. I hope they can help me. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash LastPod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash LastPod. Hey! 
Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the U.S. with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers in the U.S.? They have everything you could possibly want, like fruit trees, palm trees, evergreens, houseplants, and so much more. Whatever you're interested in, they have it for you. Find the perfect fit for your climate and space. That's one of my favorite things about it. Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever. Now, personally, I'm in the middle of re-landscaping my yard. I like to do it myself because I called up a landscaper to see how much it costs and it was absolutely insane. Plus, I love dirt. I love getting my hands in the dirt and I love planting things myself. And Fast Growing Trees has given me some wonderful plants that I can use. Like I got this uh, Texas sage, it's purple. I've dug up a whole bunch of horrible bushes and shrubs up in front of my window and in front of my house and put some purple Texas sage up there and it's going to thrive and it's going to look real good. And I didn't even have to go to a nursery to buy it. It came to my house. Now, this spring, they have the best deals online, up to half off on select plants and other deals. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code LEFT at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at FastGrowingTrees.com using the code LEFT at checkout. FastGrowingTrees.com, code LEFT. Offers valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. This episode is brought to you by Philo. Do you love TV? Yeah, we do. Do you love saving money? Oh my God, you bet! Then Philo may be your solution. Philo has shows, movies, and live TV for just $25 a month. You can even try it for free with their seven-day free trial. That's amazing! No contracts, no commitments, no hassles. It's just a better way to watch TV. Get with it, people. Philo has an unlimited DVR for one year. Save all your favorite shows so you can watch on your own schedule. Philo allows for multiple profiles and multiple streams, meaning that your children or significant other can't ruin your queue. Never miss a minute of shows like, oh, RuPaul's Drag Race. You're going to watch it. You're going to love it. You're going to get involved with it. And it's an extravaganza. You're going to love it. With Philo, you can start watching in seconds for less money and less hassle. Try it yourself with their seven-day free trial. Sign up today at philo.tv slash left. That's P-H-I-L-O dot TV slash L-E-F-T to get 50% off your first month. Um, sort of sounds like the beginning of uh, The Big Lebowski. Yeah. <laughs> like change up the words a little bit. <laughs> the hippies lost. Um, and so this is uh, this next part, this section is by and large the most disgusting part of the whole tape. Um, yeah. So I, I, we could throw out a solid disclaimer uh, saying that this is pretty fucking horrible. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, I is, think they're this onto is it. Really, I mean, this is when it gets. I mean, that everything that came before, pretty run of the mill. Well, it's pretty intense, but it's pretty intense, but it's not anything we haven't heard before. I mean, not technically, yeah, because I've never heard anybody do the date before. I've never someone made such a presentation of it. This guy's got a real flair for the spectacular. That's the thing; it's a theatrical (laughs) event that's going on. Yeah, it's like he's on Broadway. Mm -hmm. What is this? The producers? (laughs) Weird. Um. So now this is stepped up. This is him impressing his friends. Yes. Also, we have a couple of real close friends that we party with once in a while. They know about our hang-ups and don't have any problems with fucking a slave. You may be required to service them occasionally, but that's an easy one. You know, for the most part, just fucking and sucking. They don't get into the heavier stuff. 
However, when we have a party, sometimes I like to put on a little show that you won't like at all. You'll be taken into the living room and put on a floor on your hands and knees, naked. Your wrists, ankles, knees, and hips will be strapped to a metal frame to hold your body in that position. The frame is designed for doggy fucking. Your ass up in the air, sex organs exposed, your tits hanging down on each side of a metal support bar, knees spread about 12 inches, positioned similar to that of a bitch dog in heat, right in the middle of the floor so we could sit up on the couch and chairs and watch. I'm going to rub canine breeder's musk on your back, the back of your neck, and on your sex organs. Now, I have three dogs. All of them's male, because I don't need any fucking pups. One of them is a very large German shepherd that is always horny, and he loves it when I bring him into the house to fuck a woman. After I let him in the house, he'll sniff around you a little bit. Within a minute, he'll be mounting you. There's about a 50-50 chance which hole he'll get his penis into, but it doesn't seem to bother him whether it's the pussy or the asshole. His penis is pretty thin. It goes in easy, but it's about 10 inches long, and when he gets completely excited, it gets a hell of a knot right in the middle of it. Now, I've had slaves tell me that it feels like they got a baseball inside of him. It doesn't take long. He's going to hump you real fast for about three or four minutes, and while he's doing it, he'll wrap his front legs around your chest to hold him in position, and in the process, he'll probably scratch your tits up a little bit with his claws. After he gets through, he usually turns around and tries to pull out. Oh, he'll jerk a little, not much, mostly just steady pressure. And I've timed it. The knot will usually shrink up enough to come out of your pussy in about three minutes. If it's in your asshole, about five minutes. I don't use the dog all that often, but I don't deprive him of pussy either. There's no doubt that he's going to be on you a few times while you're here because I like watching it. And any time it's just you, me, and the dog, it will always be in your butt. <laughs> the dog knot on his penis is big and extremely uncomfortable when he's, uh... Pushing it back and forth, way up in your anus. I really enjoy watching a girl wiggle, jerk, and squirm around while he's doing it. Consequently, I give him a little uh, assistance, getting it in the right hole. Now, if you think all this stuff is sick and depraved, you haven't seen anything yet. This is a different world. All right. Yeah, it's definitely an odd yeah. one. It's a little bit different. <laughs> it's a different kind of party. Yeah, I like a karaoke your... machine. Sure, that's you know, great. I love oh, a fog machine? Oh, that's yeah. Little Smokies? I, I love Little believe. Smokies. That's amazing. Swedish meatballs, I can't believe you went to Is that, that woman getting fucked by a dog? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the party. Mm, yeah. That's the party over there. <laughs> oh, I see. I was just here for the treats. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, the baseball. Slaves. Uh, like, I, I just can't imagine a slave going like, it feels like a baseball. It kind of feels like a baseball inside <laughs> of me. Mm-hmm. Shut up. Mm, yes. <laughs> um, all right. So that that's is interesting. Uh, like, after it was like, you know, that slave had a goddamn point. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? <laughs> and uh, the timing, it's like, I've timed it. Like, I can imagine sitting there like. Yeah. No, this guy is um organized, cold, cunning. Uh, a perfect killer, and then um, what happened to him? How yeah, do you, let's get to, what, in my out? opinion, truly the saddest part of the story, if we want to get to the... Uh... The third victim, Cindy V. Hill. She uh, was uh, a friend, uh, again, a friend of Cindy Hendy. Cindy, uh, or, yeah, Cindy was wanting to go off to visit her daughter in Oregon who was giving birth. So 
she asked Ray. Such a good, such a good relative. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Go support someone who's yeah, in a time nice. of need. Yeah. Very so nice she asked her. David Parker Ray, "Hey, can I go uh, to Oregon to uh, you know visit my daughter while she's giving birth to she my first grandchild?" By hell, that is the most wonderful idea I've ever seen. Isn't Give my regards. And he That's says, true. "Well, sure, you can go just so long as you get me a sex slave before you leave." <laughs> That's true. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. And so they get this woman, Cindy V. Hill. And they bring her back to uh, the toy box. And, Henry, why don't you take it from here? The escape. I love th- This is just, again, horror movie come to life. So what happened was is that the daughter was in charge of watching her and goes to answer the telephone, of course, because she's a teenager, always on the always phone with the texting. Blabbing with the boys. <laughs> What? <laughs> she was in her mid-twenties. But yeah, still. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, she, she left the keys uh, to her wrist shackles uh, near where she can get to it. And this girl saw her opportunity, got the keys again, which he, would, he even said that. He's like, we look at you as an enemy, as an enemy to us and as mm-hmm. a threat to us, which he was right about. Yep. And they, she took the keys. She unlocked the shackles. Snuck up on the girl. The girl saw what was going on. They attacked each other. They had a giant fight. Imagine this again. It's just like you know, naked girl who has been ravaged for three days. Like they're they're fighting in the in the down in the toy box all over each other. And then she grabbed an ice pick that he had left on the floor. The stabbed, naked girl. The, the naked girl. Yeah, stabbed the daughter as many times as she could and escaped. And they found her. The daughter threw a lamp at her on the way out. Oh, that's hit her right. In the yeah. Head. yeah. I mean, yeah. It was a huge scene. Huge fight. And then they they found her with the collar around her neck and and. Shackles on her hands, like Here, screaming on the highway. Well, here's where they here's where they found it. Well, first the girl was able to get to the phone herself and call nine one one from the residence, but they didn't really know like what well, was then going the, on. It was hung up. Yeah, and it was the, yeah, it was the daughter hung it up really quick. Yeah, yeah, it was a hang up. And so this woman <laughs> made is it this a fake hang up. <laughs> what is this? What this is, is this? a fake hang up? Ah, those fucking kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, and this woman made a run uh, to one of the nearest houses, which was an old lady. Uh, Which was also occupied house. by serial killers. Yeah. Right, right. And she, and she was God wearing nothing damn it. but a dog collar and with a chain attached to it, completely right. naked, and just barges into this old lady's home wearing nothing but a chain. And, and a initially, you got here. I'm trying to watch Wapner. Wapner, <laughs> I love Wapner. Um, but initially, she runs. She nearly gets hit by one car, swerves around her, and then another car. She's like trying to flag them down for help, and uh, she had no idea if the if the daughter was chasing her or what. So she was. Like I'm yeah. gonna go back there. I mean, it's just horror. And you know, and here's horrifying. something that uh, that David Parker Ray said in the tape, which actually turned out to be true. It would not be prudent on our part to have you running around in the woods screaming rape. It would be an embarrassment to say the least. <laughs> That's right. Um, so oh that is the beginning you don't want of to ruin the end. His temptation. That's like right. His reputation in town. <laughs> so uh, the beginning of the end of David Parker Ray uh, began as soon as yeah. that woman made the very strong decision to grab those fucking keys. And yeah. bust on out of that place. Just so keep the, fighting every single time. Yeah, so the woman makes the escape, and of course, David Parker Ray and Cindy Handy uh, go out looking for her. The cops stop them, and uh, they admit to abducting the woman, but the reason why is that they say that they kidnapped her for her own good in order to help her kick a heroin addiction. <laughs> mm, yes. That's a really fu- like, what a fu- ridiculous, funny lie. Well, I'm it's a sure, bizarre sure 12 step program you have. We were just have, done Mr. taking Parker, her to Six Flags, and then, uh, well, she went all Humpty Dumpty. And so he was arrested. Both, uh, all of them were arrested. Uh, Cindy Hindy, she was, uh, 
She was arrested. You know, David Parker Ray, Roy Yancey. And they all pulled uh, plea bargains. Jesse they all Ray. got fucking plea bargains in the fucking first place, yeah, which yeah. is ludicrous. Yeah, well, the story, the end of the story is the worst part. They all it. ratted each other out. Yeah. And, yeah. like, they all tried to sell each other out, uh, under the bridge, which was fine because they're all horrible people. Yeah. Cindy Henney got 36 years plus uh, probation. Uh, they went through... Thre- David Parker Ray was really... His trials are fairly interesting. He had three trials ahead of him. Uh, he had the first one because they could, didn't have any remains. Yeah, right. no remains. But the but they had his, videotape and they had two of his victims were still alive. The videotape that they found, they found a videotape of a woman who was bound and gagged uh, and had a very unique tattoo on her leg, uh, which kind of looked like driftwood. Uh, but they showed it, but they didn't know who she was, so they showed it on the local TV news, and a woman watched it and said, holy shit, that's my ex, uh, my ex-daughter-in-law's tattoo, Kelly Garrett, the first woman we right. talked about, yeah. who for years had been plagued by nightmares and had no idea what was going on. So the cops go, and uh, they're like, hey, excuse me, man, can we... You know, have a look. Do you have any tattoos? We're in, you know, we're investigating a crime. And so she sh- shows him the tattoo and they go. Ugh. Yeah. And showed her a still of the uh, the rape video. God damn. So his shit worked. All the hypnosis stuff worked. Yeah. And showed her and showed her the still. And then like it all just came like. Boom. Like everything came flooding back. And to this day, Man. she she's like. I mean, she, the, I saw her interviewed, and she says that she can't go anywhere without a uh, without a gun. Can't go anywhere alone. Constantly afraid. Constantly. It would have been a better of course. It yeah, she been just a, said the only thing she said was, "It's a very hard life." Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, yeah. what she needs to do is go come move to the city, get a job as a as a publishing assistant in the wild and wacky, like you know, upper echelons of New York City party life, and get a couple of gaggle of friends and start walking around partying, drinking Cosmos, wearing wearing right. you know <laughs> like fun shoes and stuff like that, and then she'd be fine. Yeah. It would have been a right? better uh, better ending to the movie The Notebook if she would have <laughs> just gotten her memory back and then just like take it away, take it away. Take it away. <laughs> Next up was Angie Montano who died right before the trial began. So Damn. there was no trial there. Uh, and with Cindy V. Hill, uh, I heard a, a bit of a court uh, recording from their, uh, from the actual trial. She was on the stand testifying against him, and uh, the uh, prosecutor just walked up to her and slammed the collar and the chain that she was wearing uh, as she escaped, just slammed it in front of her, and she just... Flipped out and started screaming like, you bastard, you did this to me. You did this to me. You ruined my life. They had to completely stop the entire trial. They had to uh, call the ambulance to try to calm her down because she was just fucking freaking out. Of course. And at that point, uh, David Parker Ray was just like, ah, let's just stop this. And he uh, he pleaded. What a to classy move! He nice guy, a, really he pulled a Romney. Yeah, and he and he pleaded <laughs> and he pleaded guilty. And I saw a uh, a video of him. They interviewed him uh, just like about his sexual perversions. Like, you know, do you really do this th- these things? And uh, he said, and he had this like kind of far away, wistful look in his eye while he was saying it. He said, "I get my excitement from making women happy. <laughs> yeah, I almost... get my pleasure. He's like a Steve Madden from their pleasure. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Yeah." He and sounds like, yeah, that's... So, okay, so he was sentenced, how many years in prison he did he a, get uh, before d- we... Yeah, David Parker Ray was sentenced to 224 years in prison on September 30th, 2001, 
In uh, March of uh, 2002, he was being transferred from jail to prison to serve out his sentence, and he died in the holding cell without yeah, having massive served, heart attack. Uh, with that, with a massive heart attack without s- serving a single day in prison. For his crime. So it's almost the American like he justice died a free system. man. Like, he like, did die a free man. Yeah. He did not spend one day in prison. Yeah. God yeah. damn. I mean, and he was and he was uh, 61 when he died. I thought he was 59. Well, he was 59 when, when he was he got, caught. Yeah, when okay. he was caught. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, so this man... He got... He won. He did it his way. That's right. He's the Frank Sinatra of serial killers. I agree. Um, so then again, so this is an important reminder, you know. Check who your friends are. That's like, right. Think about if you know anyone with you know. a rhyming name, they have a toy box they have or a they toy know box. somebody that does. Um, always be vigilant. That's Don't right. Don't be a drifter. Don't be a drifter. And if you're a girl, you've got to take some karate lessons, do some major take shit. Take some karate lessons. I don't know. Yeah. Just do whatever you got to do. Practice but, the Houdini thing where you contract your muscles and the, and the right. shackles fall off of you. My theory is that social media has ruined drifter killing forever. I think so, too. It's really put yeah. a damper on it. It yeah. is. Because everyone's always Instagram and everything. You can't be a drifter I properly. I, I really do. Like, a location pops up every single time you take a picture of a well, road I sign. think the 70s, 80s, and 90s were like the golden age of drifter women serial killers. Absolutely. you got serial killers wandering around and be like, how do I make this new? How do I make things <laughs> different? It's all been done before. Yeah, because these women are all over the place. Like, hell, that uh, that murder that uh, that happened, you know, when I was growing up back home, the woman, uh, the, the lot lizard that was killed by those three meth heads, they didn't, she wasn't, uh, there was no... Uh, was it? There was no investigation into her murder because she j- was just drifting from place to place. Yeah, no one. And if you want no a lot lizard, is yeah. what truck drivers call prostitutes that hang out at truck stops. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, all right, great. So that's Marcus, and then I'm Ben, and then uh, who are you over there? Well, I, I was Taylor Swift, but, but now you know I'm too. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the thing. But the thing is, is that yeah, that song though was really. I really think that that song really could have done well um, being played in the in the. Toy if you movie. had, to, yeah, that's <laughs> the thing. I would I would have rather heard him talk over that song if I had to wait. Up and hear one thing. I would rather hear David Parker rap. <laughs> yeah, right, just, just like hours of Taylor Swift explaining why her and Jake Gyllenhaal broke up. <laughs> All right, we'll talk to you later. Magustalations. Heil me. Heil Geen. Be Satan. scared of your neighbors. Definitely. <laughs> well, be aware of them. For 25 years, Mike's has been making lemonade the hard way. <laughs> Mike's Hard Lemonade. Hard days deserve a hard lemonade. Mike's is hard. So is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium all beverage with flavors. All registered trademarks used under license by Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois. Buying a master mechanics tool set usually means high prices, higher interest rates, and who knows how many years of monthly payments. But at GearWrench, we don't believe that your tools should take years and years to pay for. So check out Mega Mod Master Sets, the master mechanics tool sets that deliver pro-quality tools, organized storage solutions, an easy-to-use lifetime warranty, and much, much more. All for thousands less than you'd expect. So don't wait. Explore the sets and check availability now. Only at GearWrench.com.